What is up, guys? We are live. Zach in here coming at you with another video. And this is going to be a fun one, guys. In this video, I am going to give you an entire acquisitions training from start to finish. This can be any type of training you really want. Most likely, I'm going to tailor this towards uh, a VA acquisitions training. The reason why I'm doing that right now versus other types of acquisitions trainings I have done in the past is I keep getting, Zach, can you send me over your acquisitions training uh, for, you do for your VAs, for your acquisitions managers? Can you send me all this stuff? And I would love to go out there and you know just give out my personal VA acquisitions training I do. But again, for privacy concerns, I don't want to get sued here on YouTube. I'm not a lawyer, financial advisor, or anything like that. I'm not going to go send it because I have actual recorded scripts. I actually recorded appointments and uh, pretty confidential information. So I don't really want to give that out uh, per se. But I'm going to do one right here for you guys. So let's get started from start to finish. If you're a VA, if you're an acquisitions manager, whatever you are, but really if you're trying to train a VA and they need to know about acquisitions, this is the one I would do. Um, I'm going to show you a lot about virtual wholesaling. So this video is going to be tailored more towards virtual wholesaling than other types of videos I have done. Uh, so that's going to be actually pretty cool. I don't think we do too much of that. So I think it's going to be really cool. So uh, let's break it down, guys. Remember, before we get going on it, you already know what you got to do. Please smash that like button and subscribe. It helps the YouTube algorithm, helps me help you learn wholesaling real estate in this channel. I try to help you make over $100,000 per year in wholesaling profits absolutely for free. So that's the goal here. We're obviously live. You can tell this is I'm not the most perfect speaker out there. Most, I'm not the most perfect person out there uh, when it comes to speaking, but hey, I try to give as much info as possible and hopefully the results speak for itself. So let's get into it, guys, and let's start breaking it down. So uh, the, the first thing we got to talk about, so if you're a VA virtual assistant watching this, kudos to you for trying to become a better person, a better acquisitions person, and that's going to help your payout a lot. So that's really good. But um, so if you're a VA, this is great to watch. If you're just trying to learn acquisitions, honestly, this is the perfect video for you. If you're just brand new in this business and you want to learn just a quick refresher on acquisitions. I'm. This isn't going to be like the perfect uh, acquisitions thing from step to from start to finish. If you want that, just go to freewholesaling.com. That's really where my perfect acquisition stuff is. Uh, but honestly, this is a really good starting point. And obviously, if you're, you're trying to train someone or you have an in-person acquisitions person, this is a great video too. It's probably the equivalent of going to a two thousand dollar quick boot camp for a couple of days. So I, I try, just try to put all the information in there as I possibly can. So let's break it down. So number one is motivated seller. So brand new in acquisitions, you're probably gonna be asking yourself, Zach, what are all these weird terms? There's so many like weird terms out there when it comes to wholesaling real estate and you got to understand what they are. So the first thing is the one that I'm probably gonna talk about the most in this video. This is a weird term. It's called motivated sellers. And a motivated seller it's basically someone who wants to sell their property and they're motivated. You can kind of tell in the definition. They want to sell the property at a discount. And our goal here, so if you're watching this and you're trying to become an acquisitions manager, the sole goal of the acquisitions manager is to get properties locked up. That's basically like all we're really trying to do is get properties locked up for the lowest price possible. That's this whole business. This is as your job as an acquisitions person. It's not to do marketing. It's not to go out there and cold call, do SMS text blasting. It's not to go out there and look like the Wolf of Wall Street and try to do all these sexy closings and stuff. It's not to go out there and try to sell your deals on Facebook or find cash buyers or try to be that type of person. But your goal in the acquisitions is just locking up contracts, building rapport with sellers and going out there and getting as many contracts as possible. That's as simple as acquisitions needs to be. So this is what we're going to start doing. So number one is motivated sellers. These are people that want to sell at a deep discount. The point of us as motivated sellers at for motivated sellers is as an acquisitions person, which you are or you're trained to be, you want to put these properties under contract for the lowest price possible. And you might be asking yourself, well, how does the company make a profit doing this? Well, the way we do it is we put properties under contract for the lowest price possible. And then we sell these contracts and we make a profit doing it. And as an acquisitions person, hopefully your boss or you, uh, as a single operator here for wholesaling real estate, you get paid a percentage or maybe a bonus per deal you do. And the deal's good. You're probably gonna get paid a lot more. And that is the point that that's what we want to do. 
So we want to get the property for the lowest price possible. And who would sell this is a motivated seller. So for an array of reasons, someone might be looking to sell their property. Maybe they got a divorce. Maybe a divorce is when someone breaks up uh, through a marriage. Uh, number two, maybe they're changing locations. Maybe they don't want to live in this place. I've actually had sellers wanting to sell contracts and sell their house because of bad neighbors. So in the situation, maybe it's a hoarder house. Maybe there's code violations of property. Probate's a big one. Probate is basically the process of when someone unfortunately passes away. And you got to work with the seller there to actually get that property, wholesale it. Those are really good deals too. So I think it's really interesting to understand what a motivated seller is. These people want to sell their property for cash. They don't want to deal with the realtor. We always ask someone if they should list it with a realtor because they'll probably get more money listing with a realtor. So obviously we want them to make the most money. Obviously we want to make money, but we really want to help sellers out. Uh, that is a big goal for us. And that's something that we love doing. So obviously we want to make sure that the seller wants to sell for cash at a discount. If they are understanding that they are, would get more money with a realtor, that's fine. We're, we're, we're doing everything we can to help the seller out. Of course, we want to help them out, but they want to sell a discount. So of course, we went over the reasons for selling. But our goal here, so as an acquisitions manager, acquisitions person, this is the step-by-step -step guide. So again, we're not calling people. We're not doing text blasting. We're, we're not doing direct mail. We're not doing anything really fancy. We're just having conversations with sellers. And hey, if they're okay with selling the property, then we'll go forward with it. So again, we want to ask the sellers the four pillars really uncover why they really want to sell, see if they're open to selling right now. If they can make a decision from there, we'll get the contract signed. It's really like, guys, the acquisitions process seems so complicated, but it's really one of the easiest processes in wholesaling real estate. You're just talking to like, you're just talking to people and you're getting contracts signed. And again, you're not forcing people. I think, I think this is a very huge misconception when it comes to wholesaling real estate. You're not forcing people to sign these contracts. They have to be willing to do it and wanting to do it. If I'm talking to a seller, a motivated seller, and they don't want to sell at that price, then I'm not going to force them to. No big deal. Hey, you want a bigger, better, bigger, better price? Go with the realtor over here. They'll give you way more. Go with someone else. Like I'm just trying to make the process as simple and easy as possible for our motivated sellers. And that's the goal. So I think it's a very big common misconception. We're forcing people to put properties under contract and sign them. We are definitely are not. So we're the, we're the four pillars. Again, really when we're having conversations with sellers, we're really mostly talking about four things outside of building rapport, which we'll, we'll talk about a little later. But number one here is motivation. Why are they looking to sell the property? I think it's very important to ask. It is the most important question we ask because if someone really isn't motivated, they don't have an urge to sell the property. What's the point of talking to them? Number two is condition. What is the condition of the property? How's the roof? How's the AC? Again, if you're watching this from the Philippines, properties in the United States are a lot different than in the Philippines. I mean, state to state, it's, it varies drastically. So really what we have to understand is general condition of properties. So property in the United States, you want to know how the roof is. You want to know how the AC is and how updated the property is. Hey, is the kitchen nice? Is the flooring okay? How are the bathrooms and the bedrooms, the flooring? Again, as an acquisitions manager, this is another huge misconception I see everyone saying is you have to be an expert when it comes to uh, knowing about properties, conditions, and really knowing about everything about house. Guys, I have no construction experience and I close deals better than construction people when it comes to wholesaling. Why? because I focus more on the seller than actually these other acquisitions people that focus more on the property. Focus on the person, not the property. It will give you the best deals and it will give you the most profits. So timeframes, the next one, when are they looking to sell? Are they looking to sell within a month? Are they looking to sell within four months? Are they looking to sell within a year? It's very important that we find this stuff out because eventually it ends us to the next question, which is the price. Hey guys, I got to chug water when I'm talking because I, I, it's difficult for me to like just talk for hours and hours and hours without talking. I don't know, my throat dries up or something. I don't know why, uh, but I think it's because I work out sometimes. But uh, yeah, I just got to drink some water when I'm talking sometimes. But the price, the price is, in my opinion, the least important question we're asking. 
But we generally want to know a ballpark range, see if the seller is trying to screw up some price or they want too much for the house. Uh, so it's very important that we talk about the price. And generally the way we ask this is, hey, how much are you looking to sell the property for? That's it. Uh, next here is as acquisitions people, we don't need to be doing the marketing. It's I don't think anyone should be doing the marketing as an acquisitions person, but as an acquisitions manager or person or whatever title you got, if, if you're looking to put properties under contract is, you really have to understand where the leads are coming from. I think that's a huge, huge thing that people need to understand that they don't really focus on. So understand the marketing channels, but don't under, but don't be doing them as an acquisitions person. So you have to vary your approach slightly differently if you're talking to a lead who came from cold calling versus direct mail. There's a lot more trust that needs to be built up from a cold call lead than when it comes from a direct mail lead or a probate letter versus an SMS text blast. They're just different approaches. So cold calling and SMS text blasting needs probably more rapport. You got to understand that a lead from cold calling or texting probably is not... I don't know how to describe this. It's a lot bigger chance they're tire kickers or they're not actually looking to sell. So we got to do more investigative work with cold calling and text blasting. But after we kind of qualify someone, we're asking the four questions, it, the leads are basically the same. It's the same exact job we got to do. So I think it's a very big misconception. I think a lot of people do. And we go from there. Next thing here is, this is the fun part. This is, this is where a lot of wholesalers that go to $5,000 courses or they try to get all these fancy schmancy stuff when it comes to acquisitions. It's where I blow their minds. As an acquisitions person, it really comes down to three things really. And two of them are just questions. So number one is rapport building. So I think it's really important to talk about rapport building. Rapport is basically building that connection with the seller. Now, obviously, if you're a virtual assistant, acquisitions manager, you're going to be doing everything over the phone and from your computer which makes it a lot harder to build that connection over the phone than in person. Now, if you're in the Philippines, Mexico, India, wherever you're working, you understand that it's a lot harder to talk to someone and build a connection, make jokes, laugh over like a video chat than it is in person with your friends actually here. Uh, so you got to understand that's going to be the same issue you're going to be having when it comes to putting properties under contract. It's not the biggest deal in the world, but it's something you definitely have to understand. But it's easily overcomable if you know how to build rapport. And my personal uh, favorite thing when it comes to building rapport is learning just a quick acronym. It's called F-O-R-D, Ford. Ford trucks are actually trucks in the United States. And if you're an acquisitions manager outside the United States, just understand there's a lot of rapport building that's very nuanced. Uh, Americans are, are very interesting. Uh, we love prop, pop culture references and we love sayings and idioms. And if you're outside the United States, it's going to be a lot harder for you to understand the culture, but it's not going to stop you. If you're a VA acquisitions manager, there's people making hundreds of thousands of dollars in the Philippines right now, just closing deals. And they don't understand anything about the culture. It, it, they pick it up a little bit, but they don't understand completely. Uh, so it might be shocking to you that someone wants to sell the property at a discount or that a property is selling for $800,000 or $100,000, but people do. And it's something we got to understand. So the Ford method, again, Ford is a type of American car manufacturer. So that's just, it's kind of easy for me to understand, but we want to just think of F-O-R-D. If you want to write it down, write it down, but it's family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. So family, we want to talk about their family who... What, is to, what about their family is important to them? How's their daughter? How's their son? Do they have kids? Do they have dogs? Again, in the United States, some people treat dogs as family members and they love their dogs. And it's a great piece to actually build a connection with someone or a cat. So it might be shocking if you're outside, but people in the United States, some people are obsessed with their dogs or cats. Know the dog or cat's name. It's a quick bonus. It will help you out so much building that connection with people. But next is occupation, what they do for work, figure it out and just ask them what they do for a living. Pretty simple to ask. And it actually is a really good rapport builder. Ours recreation, what they do, what they like to do for fun. Most people in America watch TV. A lot of men that are slightly older, not older, but over the age of 30, maybe 25, uh, they really like sports. 
So you can talk about like sports. If you could figure it out, some people are really into like Marvel comic books and the Marvel movies, video games. Really try to find what people like to do for fun. A lot of people kind of where I'm at in Florida, they enjoy boating. They enjoy fishing. Some people enjoy knitting. It it's really changes everywhere. And I think it's very important that we have to understand that. Uh, so rapport building is very important. Dreams, what they want to do in the future, where they want to be. Like, do they want to be living in this house? And always ask to another rapport builder, rapport builder that I always ask that I don't talk about too much. I think on this YouTube channel is talk about the neighbor. Say, hey, hey, John. How's the neighbors? Tell me about the neighbors. Oh my gosh, this one neighbor, she's amazing. They'll talk forever about the neighbor. And then they got another person who is terrible. They're like, I hate my neighbors. They're the worst. And then they just go on and on and talk. Very important that we talk about this stuff. And uh, it's definitely a game changer for me. So make sure you're doing that, talking to the neighbors. And another quick acquisitions tip I can give to you when you're, when you're talking to sellers is say their name a lot. It's psychologically proven, especially in the, in the United States, but I think everywhere in the world is if you say the person's name, the seller's name a lot, they think you're a cool person. People um, in win, How to Win Friends and Influence People, amazing book, you guys should always read it, um, always recommend it. This, it here's a, a chapter in there, is the sweetest name in the English language for anyone is their own name. So for me, if you say the word Zach a lot, I'm going to like that. I, psychologically, it's not because I'm egotistical or anything, but I'm just going to like that. Hey, if I see Rico over here watching this, if if I say the word Rico a lot, and that's his name, he's going to like that. It's just subconsciously people like their own names. So if you're talking to a Mary Sue or her name was Mary or, or Mary Smith, say the word Mary a lot. Say, hey, Mary, can you tell me about the neighbors? Like just saying their name or putting their name a little, don't make it like too crazy or obsessive, but it works a lot. It, it's really good. So that's one thing I can definitely recommend right now. And then the other two very important things. with these sellers is you got to ask them two questions. These are the two questions that we have to ask the seller to make sure that we're good to go. If you don't ask these questions, you'd be, you could be dealing with someone who doesn't really want to like deal with you at all. Uh, so th that's the one thing I would say. So number one is you want to ask if they own the property. This seems like very low level questions to ask, but it's very important to ask because if you don't know how to ask this the right way or you're not getting it, you're not going to do well or you're not going to be too successful. So ask them if they're the owner of the property and then ask them if they want to sell the property. If they say yes to both things. Boom. On the next one. So, Hey, are Hey, Mary, are you the owner of one, two, three main street? Then ask them number two. Hey, do you want to sell that property or are you interested in selling it? Simple as that guys, if you're an acquisition acquisitions manager, VA and your boss or whatever says, Hey, you got to talk to these sellers over text or email it's not going to do well. You got to talk to people over the phone. Very, 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 very important thing you got to understand is talking to someone over the phone is way better part of communication than actually texting someone. So I think that's a very important part that I think we got to understand and know, and we'll have a lot of success with that. So that's another really big thing that I've actually found out. So after that, so let's say we have someone, we have a leader in our podio. And we see it's the lead. So what we're going to do here <clears throat> is ask him, hey, are you the owner of 123 Main Street, Mary? And ask Mary if she's interested in selling. If Mary says she is interested in selling her piece of property, then we're going to ask the four pillars. Again, the four pillars of wholesaling real estate, the four pillars of your job here as an acquisitions manager is number one, motivation. Why are they looking to sell the property? Two, condition. What's the condition of the house? How's the AC roof? general condition of the property has the backyard kitchen three here is time frame when are they actually looking to sell the property and number four here is price what price they're looking to sell the property for next here is after the four pillars uh, we're going to actually ask them in my for virtual wholesaling for me i've this is where i've had the best success i'm going to ask the seller believe it or not i'm going to ask the seller Hey, is it okay if I can get, call you back and actually look at some of the information here? The reason why we're doing this is first of all, we can't usually close the deal on the first call. So we're getting an excuse for another call. So that, that's another reason we do this is we're just trying to get another call in. Number two here is we want to actually sort of get our numbers straight. So 
The next thing we're going to do here as an acquisition man, acquisitions manager is actually find the ARV, the after repair value. Because you know, once someone tells us the price, we know the condition, we're going to see what the property is really worth. And that, that's pretty important for us. So we figure out the property is worth $150,000 and they want to sell it for $140,000. We know we can negotiate down hopefully to $120,000, make $30,000 and we can make a commission off that, right? Very important. So how to find ARV, I can't really get into a two hour video on ARV, but we really want to find comparable properties in the area within about 250 square feet. Hopefully someone's using listrei.com if they're teaching you about this or your acquisitions manager, 100% listrei.com, L-A-S-T-R-E-I.com. It's the best comping tool, polling lists, everything like that. Your boss or whatever should have listrei.com on there for you. And then if you really want to learn more about it, just go to freewholesaling.com. Again, that's F-R-E-E wholesaling.com. Let me pop everything up here. Freewholesaling.com. That's where I would personally go. And then actually pull ARV the right way, ARV the right way, listrei.com. If you got no money, I would probably use Zillow, Redfin, Realtor.com. Those are probably the best tools out there. But freewholesaling.com, that's where a lot of the trainings are. And it, it's the best one out there for acquisitions. So uh, that's definitely what I'd recommend. It's got a free drawing for dollars app with it. It's absolutely amazing. So we found the ARV. We find out how much the property is worth. The next one is we're going to call them back and try to get the property under contract for the lowest price possible. That's it. We want to try to get the property under contract for the lowest price possible. That's it. That's as simple as this should be. So what we're going to do is actually have a conversation. We're going to deep dive again. We're really going to be asking not the same questions we've been asking before, but very, 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 very similar questions to what we've been doing in the past. So uh, with the four pillars, asking a little more questions about the property, the condition, what the year built, how's the roof, hand, ha how's the roof hanging up, uh, stuff like that. We, we really want to get a general idea of and a consensus of the condition of the property. And remember, we're not actually not getting pictures of the property. That's sort of for the dispositions and other teams for there. If you can get a video chat with the seller, that would be a huge thing. I That'd be amazing if you get a video chat with the seller, but it's probably gonna be a lot harder to do that. So probably can't do that too well right now. But uh, then after that, we're really gonna be deep diving and asking what if questions. So if we figure out that the property is worth 150, or let's say the property right now is worth $100,000. So the property is worth $100,000. What we're going to do here is we're going to find out what they want to sell. So they won't want to sell it for 80. Let's try to ask some what ifs. So that's what I've been doing a lot right now. And just doing more of a deep dive on what ifs. So a, what is a what if? A what if is like, hey, Mary, what if I could probably buy this property? Or what if I can buy this property? And since you think it's worth 100 and they went 80, we're going to go very lower. Hey, Mary, what was your time frame for selling? you know, two months. Okay. Mary, what if in two months I was able to buy this property from y'all cash? How'd that feel? It'd be a few. Well, what if I was able to give you $65,000 and in two months you can sell the property. It's not your problem anymore. And you go, whatever the reason for selling, you know, a, you can go to Michigan, meet your family. What if I was able to do that? Would that be something you think we could do? Pause and see what they have to say. They say yes, yes, say no. You negotiate a little more. That's part of your job negotiating. Obviously, if we know it's worth 100, probably going to contract. Maybe she says 80 or 75 and you're at 65. Hey, let's meet in the middle at 70. Get it under contract for 70. For virtual wholesaling, again, what we're probably going to do is use DocuSign.loop. So we're going to get the seller's email. And then what we're going to do, especially in virtual wholesaling, is... We need to get their email and send them the contract. We should have the contract. Again, freewholesaling.com. That's where we learn all about contracts and stuff. If you're VA, your acquisitions manager should definitely be doing this for you. I, I'd be shocked if they're not. Uh, but hopefully they're doing this for you. And actually showing you uh, sort of the ropes when it comes to this. But that, that's what you got to be doing. So doc, doc, DocuSign or dot loop. Make sure you get connected with it and sort of learn the process of it. I think it's very important to be doing that. Um, and it's really important to me get some water. All right, redo the focus on that. And next, when, when they agree, let's say it's 
or no, let's say 70. So that example is 70. So let's say they agree at $70,000 to sell the property. What we're then going to do is send them over the contract on via their email through dot loop or DocuSign. Probably DocuSign is a little better. And what we're going to do is a lot. This is the big mistake. So if you're sleeping, wake up. This, this is like gem time. This is like very important. If you get this wrong, you're going to lose out on a lot of deals as an acquisitions manager. This is the reason why you're not going to do good if you're not listening to this stuff. So hopefully you're listening. Hopefully I got your attention. Okay. So uh, you're going to stay on the phone with the seller when you're giving them the offer. If you if you send them the DocuSign or the dot loop or the contract in virtual wholesaling and you get off the phone, there's a basically a 50-50 shot. You're never going to talk to that seller again. They're going to use that as leverage to talk to other sellers. We got to do is stay on the phone with the seller while they're looking at the contract and saying, hey, let me stay on the phone with you. Here's the email. Do you see it? Let me know when you sign it. And you stay on that phone, it will bring it up to like 75, 80% that you'll get that contract signed versus the 40, 50. Um, and those 20% for, especially on a yearly basis, that's huge. Uh, from there, we're going to thank the seller for signing their contract. And we're going to say, again, this is another very important part. This isn't for an acquisitions manager. This isn't that big of a deal, but it's a huge deal for the dispositions. And you're going to have your dispositions people a lot happier and your boss happier if you say this. So I recommend you say this. Or if you're a solopreneur uh, type person watching this, I, I do recommend you do this. Is Hey, just let you know either me or my partners or one of my partners is going to go, go by the property and look at it. Just letting you know. Uh, someone on the team is going to be in contact with you just to look at the property a little more, probably take pictures and go from there or actually inspect the property. Is that okay? They're going to say yes. Then from there, we're going to tell them have a great day. And boom, we got the property under contract. Let the next process of it, um, either the acquisition uh, dispositions people uh, go deal with that. So that's really start to finish your acquisitions process, especially for, for the for virtual wholesaling. And hopefully you guys learned something on this. Uh, that is basically how I do it. And if you're a VA, a virtual assistant, and or you're just an acquisition man, acquisitions manager trying to learn this, this is the stuff that will change a lot for you. So that's something I really recommend right now. It's amazing for me for virtual wholesaling. That's my process. Uh, so what I'm going to do right now, since I do this live, is I'm going to be looking at questions and seeing, hey, did I miss something? Do you have a question on something I said? Um, I really want to help you guys out. Uh, so let me know some questions you got and let me answer them. And so freewholesaling.com, that's where all my jazz is. Let's uh, make it like this and boom. All right. So let's change it to money green. What we got today. Yeah, we got money green going today. Where's that? Eh. All right, that's fine. We got money green. We got the flip with Rick logo. And we got money behind us. So that was a cool little logo thing we, uh, we've been working on. Let's get it going. The King, the Legend, Zach, thanks for all the information. Kevin, thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. Uh, Facebook user says, hey, Zach, what is up? Just what I needed from Joseph. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, use VA acquisitions managers, right? Uh, right now, for virtual wholesaling, we'll use some. But really we're not really using much. We're actually using in-person because we're doing a lot of wholesaling in person. Uh, but I, I've dealt with many acquisitions, acquisitions managers for virtual, and this is how we'll train them. Uh, this is my personal acquisitions training. I kind of made one for you guys here uh, to help you guys. Zach, I'm having a hard time finding motivated sellers virtually. Any tips? Cold call, government lists. So fire damage properties, water shutoff lists, code violations, probates. And then if you can get tax liens, tax delinquents, uh, lists or pre foreclosures. It's another really good one to do. Let's go. Woo. Love it. Uh, Lieta says, Zach, you're the goat. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Thank you. Uh, Dion says you use VAs as acquisitions managers. Uh, yes. Thank you for all you're doing. Uh, me V me V saying it wrong. I'm sorry. Estates, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Telia says, anyone in Maryland want to squat up? Let's go. Lee says, let's go. I'm recording my wholesaling journey and going through sharing my success and failures. Subscribe. All right. Um, 
Okay, I'm not gonna go promote anyone's YouTube channel because I don't know if you're legit or not, or you give good information, so I can't promote you. Uh, Mary Wolf says, I agree. Different approaches are needed for different lead types. A hundred percent. I recommend that like crazy. Uh, Facebook user says Ford family occupation, recreation, dream suite. Hey, that's what it's all about. Boom, boom, boom. Zach, Zach, <laughs> Kenny knows what's up. Yeah, I, I, I can tell you right now. That the the sweetest name in the English name language is your own name. So if I say the word Kenny a lot, Kenny's gonna think it's cool. And it actually helps you build that rapport with your seller. So it's, it's pretty important stuff. Uh Cynthia says, Hey Zach, my question is a lot of the skip tracing I've done, I get too many non-working numbers. Zillow a good way to wait. Is Zillow a good way to go, even though so many people have access to it? What is a good strategy to approach when reaching out to agents? Um, non-working numbers for agents on Zillow. I haven't seen that. Are you talking about motivated sellers or agents? Please clarify this for me. It helped me out a lot. Uh, but Zillow is still a great way uh, for for sale by owners. You guys see me go live, just close deals. And it's pretty, pretty good. It works pretty well for me. Uh, Jay Vlogs, what's up? Can you wholesale foreclosure homes, not pre-foreclosures? Yes. Propellers. I like Propelio, but again, there's no drawing for dollars app in there, so I cannot recommend that. Let's see. Cynthia, I want to ask if a good way to go in Zillow is look at properties over 30 days on market. I would not prefer, I would not do on market properties. I do off market properties and do uh, government lists. Lisa's foreclosure homes, you'll have to buy from the bank and then sell it. So yes, it's yes and no. It's just a bit harder. I agree. RK, got the got the flexing going on here. I love it. Thanks, bro. Appreciate that. Hey, Zach, is Armelio, Texas a good market? Can you please look it up? Yeah, let me check it out. I heard it was out. I've heard of it before. I'm pretty sure it's a good market, but let me go confirm and check. Um, Art Deco, that's pretty cool. Population 198. It's kind of similar to, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a great market. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Good thumbs up from me. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, D Clutch says, Hey Zach, do you ever wholesale on market properties? <sighs> yes, I, I have wholesaled on market properties. I am personally not the biggest fan of wholesaling on market properties, but I'm not going to fight anyone who says they want to. Again, my personal opinion when it comes to on market properties is, there's better bang for your buck out there. I think off-market properties are just way better. But remember, yeah, I, I mean, I, I do think on-market properties, they're good. But off-market is better. I just think a better ROI, return on investment in your time is going to be way better. So I probably would recommend not wholesaling on-market. But hey, if you want to try it, you can try it. You're just going to learn the lessons I learned. Of They suck. They're not fun. So that's what I personally found out. Okay, so next question here from Cynthia is, what if they say they really need to deeply look at what you're sending on the contract? What if they don't want to stay on the phone? This is an interesting one. Uh, I Thank you, Cynthia, for asking, but... If they say that, if they got to think on it, well, it, it, you got to understand, are they thinking about the offer price or are they thinking about the contract? Huge difference between the two. So if they want to overlook the price, then hey, perfect. I'm just not going to send you the paperwork. That's very important too. Number two, so if they want to overlook the contract, say, okay, well, I have pretty good lawyers if you want to go look at them. That's, I would try to skirt that best I can, but if they're forcing your hand, I let them have it. Uh, but it's just not my biggest preference. But if you have to, then yes, you just got to let them have the contract sometimes and overlook it. 
It's happened a couple times in virtual wholesaling. It's happened good for me. And I've been, I've actually done well and I've gotten burned twice. Uh, so on it. So it's a yin and a yang, but overall, I think it works. Herbert here says, what kind of marketing would he use to transition out of cold calling? What kind of marketing would he use to transition out of cold calling only? I would never want to transition out of cold calling. I would want to transition people in cold calling to work for me. Let me say that one more time. I think it's pretty important we say talk about this. Cold calling, you should never stop. You should stop cold calling though, yourself. So if you're making enough money, you want to transition out of cold calling, hire people to cold call for you, specifically virtual assistants, and then boom, you're still cold calling, but you don't have to do the painful, annoying stuff in cold calling. Hopefully that makes sense for you. I mean, that's definitely what I would personally start recommending right now because cold calling right now, ROI, right? Blah, 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 blah. ROI wise, return on investment wise, is still the best marketing channel, hands down. Even with paying a VA to go out there and cold call for you, again, you're only asking two questions. Hey, are you the owner of one to three Main Street? And hey, are you looking to sell the property? Put those qualified leads, people who say yes in a podio, have your acquisitions manager in that podio, start working on it. Then from there, get it under contract, bring it to the dispositions, have this disposition sell it, and you got a well-oiled machine doing that. Cold calling is amazing. You can cold call a bunch of lists. I would not stop cold calling, but I would have someone in there actually doing it. Now, if I have to stop cold calling for some reason, SMS text blasting is amazing. I love it. It's the cousin of cold calling, I'd like to say. Uh, so it's definitely something I'd recommend. Number two here, sort of think about everything here. I would say direct mail. If you're making so much money in cold calling, you want to transition out of it. And then do driving for dollars. But again, you got to do marketing with driving for dollars. So maybe we'll say door knocking, right? So that's what I'd say right now. Bandit signs, you got to see if it works in your markets. So I can't 100% blanketly uh, recommend that, but I still think it does pretty well. Lieda says, so when you stay on the phone with them, are you showing them the offer sheet or the contract about just the contract? Eduardo says, when you send the buyer the assignment agreement, okay, via docu, whatever, do I send the purchase agreement if they ask for it or send it to, to the email attached? You send the assignment and the contract together because again, you're selling the contract. Someone's got to look at the contract, right? What if I put in the contract that I agree to give the seller $50,000 on top of the contract price on it in uh, whatever, or I agree to pay all the taxes. You can't legally sell a contract without them actually looking at the contract. So of course they need to see the purchase and sale agreement. Robert Poe asks an amazing question here. I think this is one that I get asked a lot. And I think it's a question a lot of people are asking themselves right now. And uh, I thank you, Robert, for asking this. But uh, he asks, when you close out-of-state deals, out-of-state virtual wholesaling deals, what title company do uh, what title company do you use? And my response to that is you use the title company in that, in the contracts uh, state or market. So if I'm doing deal in Armelio, Texas, probably saying that wrong, but Armelio, Texas, reminds me of Armadillo. I don't know why, but in Armelio, Texas, I'm going to use an Armelio, Texas title company because I don't really have one in that area and I'll probably go find one. So that's what I do. Uh, Dion says, when do you get your, where do you get your fire damage property lists? Great question here, Dion. I get them from my local firehouse, fire department, wherever in your county that you can get these leads. But I call and ask every single one for the fire damage property list because each one sometimes has a different one. So I think it's pretty important that we understand that and we differentiate, dif differentiate. Okay, I'm saying that right. Uh, the difference is the differences between it. So every, every county is different. Every city is different. Uh, so I go to the fire department for it. And uh, let's see here. Change the camera angle up. Oh, I think I'm a little, little high on this one. So let's get... All right. Perfect. What is up, guys? <laughs> uh, so let's see what we got here. Jimmy asks... Uh, Zach, thank you for all the info, uh, many tips, 
every single video. Check out the DM I sent you on Facebook Saturday when you get a moment. Uh, Jimmy, I'm trying to get to all of my DMs. It's kind of getting a little overwhelming. Not going to lie. I used to get 40 a day, which was manageable because I used to do them every week. It's getting to like two or 300 a day. So I'm trying to get to as many DMs as I can every single day. I, I start from the bottom top. Uh, it's literally, I, I would be spending two hours a day uh, answering DMs if I if I had if I could. Um, it, it, that's how many D, that's how much time I'd have to spend answering people's DMs if I looked at every single one. It's gonna. It's not like I got a thousand subscribers on YouTube anymore. Uh, it's a it's a gift and a curse, honestly. So if you really want to get a, have a question for me. I recommend that I got to put you through a little funnel to make sure that you're dedicated, I guess. That's the best way possible. So every Thursday at five o'clock, all right, the focus keeps changing on this. So I'm going to, this looks, I'm getting a headache watching this. There we go. That's better. Uh, that's better. Okay. So I, I that's probably the DMs guys. So, what I personally would say right now is, hold on. Okay. So personally, what I'd say is go to Wholesaling Houses for Real, my Facebook group, join it, and then join every five o'clock. I actually do free one-on-one coaching calls and uh, hop on there with a question. It's on the bottom here is Wholesaling Houses for Real, facebook.com slash group slash Wholesaling Houses for Real. I'll go for like, that's time I can dedicate towards it. And I get your question asked in front of you. The question is, I love people asking me, DM, DMing me questions, but the problem is no one benefits when I spend my time, my most valuable asset answering those questions. No one benefits from it. So for example, like when Dion asks where I get my fire damage property list, I probably get a DM like that every single day. The problem is I'll answer it for that, for that person DM me, but they only benefit, not the collective. So I'd rather you ask the question on YouTube or on the Facebook group where everyone can learn and actually get better if I, you asking that question. So if I, if I dedicate resources, my time to answering the question, I want everyone to benefit. Hopefully that answers your question, Jimmy. Infinity virtual a says, thanks Zach for the gems. If you need well, no, no, I got, I got to read these before I pop them up. All right, guys. Stop trying to promote your stuff on here. I got to vet you guys first. Non-working numbers in prop stream. If they're not working, I probably won't use them. I try other skip tracing. Batch skip tracing is a pretty good one. So maybe try that. That's probably what I'd say. Uh, let's see. We got Everett in the house. Everett, what is up? Uh, can always count on Zach to give us that uh, source. I have another closing tomorrow. Four more left to end the month. Strong. Let's go. Everett, you are a champ. Thank you so much, Everett. You are awesome. Thank you so much for watching the content. Uh, I'm glad I can help you out. Uh, again, it gives me so much energy to see all these people and the lives I'm changing by helping you guys out. So I'm truly grateful for it. You guys mean so much to me, uh, giving me support. Uh, so thank you. Yeah, truly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. But uh, that's awesome, man. That's Everett. Thank you so much. Um, I get a hold of Everett. Um, Everett, uh, email me support at Flip with Rick. I'd love to get on the podcast trying to talk about a little more too. So let me know. I'd say DM me, but you're going to get lost in a thousand DMs. Uh, Mary Wolf says, Zach, do you offer legal entity LLC and logo sources in, in your group or, or course? I just started using you and your dad's course. I don't. Uh, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. I do not offer legal services or a logo. No, 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 no. I don't do any of that stuff. I'm that is a walking lawsuit. I put disclaimers on, on that course. I am not um, a CPA financial advisor. I, I am none of these things. So do, do not use me as legal advice. I'm just a 21 year old wholesaler trying to help that help everyone put these gurus out of business and change the way wholesaling education is being done. Uh, so no, I'm not the expert on that, but still pretty good. Uh, 
NJJ Smooth Criminal says, what about on-market properties with valuable land? Yes, it can be done. It's difficult, but it is possible. So I, yeah, I mean, do it. It's just a lot more difficult to do. So that'd be my recommendation. Cynthia says, thanks for the play. Where to look at government leads? So there's a lot of places to actually go look for government lists and leads. Uh, hmm. I mean, government leads, I would say right now is, number one, I would go to the clerk of the court. I think the clerk of the court is really good right now. So I would recommend going to the clerk of the court. Uh, code, the code enforcement office is really good. So clerk of the court, code enforcement. The firehouses are really good in the utility department. That's probably where I'd go. Check out a video I did on free wholesaling lists and actually how to pull them online uh, for government leads. That's something I've been doing. It really helps me out a lot. So that's probably something I would start doing and saying. Facebook says, okay, thank you so much. No worries. Which lead platform would you recommend as a newbie to pay for? Hmm. What lead platform would you recommend as a newbie to pay for? If you're going to pay, I would recommend listrei.com, L-I-S-T-R-E-I.com. L-I-S-T-R-E-I.com. So listrei.com is something I would recommend. Lee Smith says, not easy. Okay. Uh, wakey, 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 Zach. Knowledge bombs are flying. I love it. Thank you. Bidding worms, prop streams. Ready to go check it out in the comments below. Um, all in the hustle. Have you ever compared a drawing for dollars list? to a poll list, see how many properties are the same. Yes. I mean, they're going to be in the poll list too, but pound for pound drawing for dollars list is always going to win every single time. Uh, D clutch says once my VA gets the property under contract, how do I inspect the home and allow my cash buyer inside to see the property if I'm doing it virtually? So you do what we call a boots on the ground or a like runner type thing where basically you have someone for 50 bucks go and take pictures of the property. And then you'll have, you'll have another runner, maybe a realtor, you'll pay him 50 bucks to actually bring the cash buyer through the house. Boom. Easy as that. They live in that area. Freddie Rivas says, which lead platform recommend prop stream? Lee says, how do you get over the fear of negotiation after a seller uh, takes back their original ask? Hold on. How do you get over the fear of negotiation after a seller takes back their original ask. There's no fear. You just try to get it for the best price possible. I, I, there should be no fear. That fear might be a lack of confidence. Hopefully you have some confidence with it, but yeah, I, I have no fear when it comes to this stuff. So I, yeah, there should be no fear. Just have confidence that you can go up there and get the best price possible. Oops. All right. Infinity, no. Why are we doing this? All right, I'm going to kick you out. Boom. What's your program all about? Uh, it's teaching wholesaling for free. So if I teach you wholesaling for free, I'm going to call it freewholesaling.com. So for wholesaling, teach you for free. It's a $5,000 course I give out for free. Check it on the bottom. Uh, so you don't have any marketing. So you don't have any marketing for inbound. Of course I do. I do a lot of direct mail, a ton of direct mail. Juan wants to know anyone in Houston, H town in the house. Love it. D clutch says, where do you get your VAs and do you train them or do they come train for wholesaling? So when it comes to my virtual assistants, I will train them but also they go through videos that I've made kind of like the one I'm doing right now today. Uh, so no, I got to train them. What's the best virtual assistant pro? Oh, you're also asking where I get them upwork.com online jobs.ph is really good too. It's another one I'd recommend uh, the best program upwork and just training them yourself. Hey Zach, have you had any success with texting for sale by owners using mailers? Not for sale by owners. No, uh, the ROI is just not there and mailers are expensive. Jeez. How many Sue happy litigators have you gone after you once uh, your lead generation grows? 
don't have money to pay settlements, how to avoid what happens early in my journey. Well, with my cold calling and SMS text blasting, it's completely a TCPA compliant. So over the course of the year, I think I've gotten three people that have threatened me and not one because I'm TCP, TCPA compliant. If you want to go after me with a lawyer, I'll fight it, I guess. But like, I'm not going to settle with you. I just laugh at those things. It's a joke. And there's, there's other ways you can do to stay protected uh, with stuff like that. But I'm not going to get in that right now. But not lawyer, financial advisor, CPA, any of that stuff. So uh, we do the research. We're, we're well networked. We're, we're fine. <laughs> yes, uh, Yasin or Yasin, saying your name wrong. I'm really sorry. Yasin says, yes, door knocking works. I have prop five properties soon to be in contact by a motivated seller. Awesome. Follower uh, says, what to do when the seller asks you to show them proof of uh, proof of pay or pre-approval? I think you're saying uh, proof of funds. You either give them a proof of funds if you have it or don't. That's it. Olivia Summer says, I made it. Thank you. Of course. Aber Aber says, can you do this by being based out of? Of course. That's the point. A lot of the people doing these are actually in the Philippines or in India or in Argentina or Mexico. They're everywhere. Oh, dang. We got all the... Almario. Oh, Almario. Oh, oh, it's, it's Spanish. Okay. As you can tell, I am I am the perfect English, uh, Spanish guy. No, I'm... No, I don't know any Spanish. Uh, what is considered a good real estate deal? I would say about 15... Uh, 20k for wholesaling i would say that's a good deal dang these people are going after me <laughs> just a joke guys i know i can't say uh places right i guys i already told them about names marvin says what can i use my text what can i use to blast my deal without having an llc mailchimp flags and bans me every time gmas g-m-a-s-s gmas Maybe you'll be interested in hiring a VA just soon. No. I'm not interested in hiring a VA. I'm not messaging you for this. So many people are trying to sell like VA products. It's crazy. Uh, Zach, really dope. Thank you, Yasin. Uh, Anna says, let's see here. If a property is on Zillow and it says off market, but, Zillow, but in Zillow, it's really... Wait, off market. Why do they do this? It says off market, but in Zillow, it is really off market. Anna, you're going to have to explain that a little more. I don't kind of understand what you're saying here. If a property is on Zillow, on, if a property is on Zillow, on Zillow, and it says off market, but in Zillow, it really off market, they do this. Why? Oh, why do they do this? Because it's off market property. Jimmy says, no problem. It was just a cool little story about me recently coming in the industry. I'm I'll still catch your Thursday live. Awesome. Uh, D clutch. Hey Zach, how many good leads to contract based on your perspective? What's your ratio from tracking KPIs? Every market's different. I'm going to tell you this. I, I think if anyone tells you there's a universal uh, KPIs that they're wrong. So lead depends on the marketing channel. Again, if you're doing Drawing for dollars, I would say two to three hundred. If you're doing cold calling, you might be at uh, three to four, five thousand. It, like it depends on the marketing list. It's all very variable. So it's like saying, how long can uh, this petunia grow? Well, are you giving a fertilizer? Are you doing this? Are you doing that, guys? It's all variable. Like I'm saying, how how fast do I get a wholesaling deal? How hard do you want to work? Uh, mentor, I'm going do you recommend any LLC or logo sources? Um, I think Fiverr is probably the best one. F I V E R R Fiverr. Hold on. Let me get this spelled right for you. F I V E R R.com. Yes. Fiverr.com. Make it really simple. Like don't 15, 20 bucks on a logo. If I have prop stream, would you still go? To county clerk of the court, get leads. Yes, and why? Because these are leads that you can't even get in a prop stream. 
absolutely amazing ones. So I would still be going after it. Uh, too much blunt. Okay. Quickest way to find a cash buyer or cash buyer agents in the area. Go to freewholesaling.com. Talk about how to pull cash buyers on uh, Facebook. Facebook's the best one. Also, I have videos too much blunt on uh, recently of me pulling cash buyers on Facebook. Uh, once you have a... Okay. All in Hustle says non-disclosure, disclosure state to wholesale in as far behind. Also, how far behind is PropStream MLS to live Realtor MLS? Pretty sure it's still the same. Pretty sure it's live. Um, I prefer non-disclosure if you're in person, hands down. Uh, Declutch says, hey, Zach, first of all, thank you for answering my questions. What software to use for dialer, SMS, and email? Also, how many cold calls should one VA make per day? Um, five hours a day, maybe 500 to 1,000, depends on, on the list and how well or how many conversations they have and how many deals or really big leads they got. But depending on the list, maybe 500 to 1,000. Um, depends if you're using a single line, triple line. You can even increase it from there if you're using 10 lines. Uh, but softwares I use for dialer is zackdialer.com. So let me put it on the bottom for you guys here. So the dialer I use is zackdialer.com. Z-A-C-H dialer. Z-A-C-H-D-I-A-L-E-R.com. Get a seven-day free trial of the dialer. Next question is for SMS. I use smszack.com, smszach.com. And then uh, for email, I use GMAS and I use SendGrid also. Oops. And then how many cold calls? I already answered that one. Eduardo says, in what form do proof of funds should be provided? A bank statement? A bank statement, yes. Uh, here from Houston, H-Town. If you don't have the funds, don't be talking about proof of funds then. Here from Houston, and if your sellers ask, your sellers not going to ask for proof of funds if you have enough confidence. H Town, how how much should I pay for a VA? Can you help me? I would say about four to five bucks an hour, probably where you're at. Eight bucks if you want a, a better one, and then obviously I'll pay them a commission or a bonus per contract they get. Thanks, brother. Of course, Marvin. Suspense captured says, "What kind of house should you look for while drawing for dollars?" I'll look for rough properties, properties that need work. So really tall grass, maybe the roof is all messed up. Uh, look for properties that have messed up doors and just properties that need general repairs or maybe they got mildew mold on it. Uh, that's probably what I'd start looking for. Anna Moran says, thanks. Thank you. JP says, find all the cash deals in the past six months equals all the cash buyers. Listariai.com's got it. Of course, Kenny says, always love the background scenes. Boom. Thank you. I appreciate it. We got money and uh, the Flip with Rick logo on there. So I appreciate it. Kenny's from Houston too. H-Town. And then uh, D-Clutch says, Zach, in your opinion, what's the best way to get more deals if I don't have a lot of money for advertising or tracing leads or VA? A lot of people that watch my lives are going to know what I'm exactly going to say. Government lists. Uh, I'll ask you if you're going to one of my lives I, or in person, I'm going to literally say this. Hey, do you pull the water shot off lists? Have you done drying for dollars two hours a week? Have you cold called this drying for dollars leads? Have you got all the fire damage properties? Have you got all the water damage, uh, all the wa all the water shot off lists? Have you done all the tax uh, liens? Have you done the pre foreclosures? Guys, you got to do every single possible, but do the free ones. Those are all free. Get the divorce leads, IRS leads. That's probably what I do. But drying for dollars right now, I would probably recommend. Uh, Lydia, Zach, can you please do another video on wholesaling fire damage properties? I need the water jug to come out. <laughs> Love it. Thanks, Lydia. Uh, we'll be working on something, something like that coming up and I'm not going to sell you a $4,000 fire damage property course. I, I see it all the time. It's, it's crazy. Oh my gosh. It, it's, it's nuts. Um, cash buyer, uh, Boris says cash buyer here in Houston. Reach out. If you live in Houston, Zach, connect me with your Houston people. Go to wholesaling houses for real. There should be a connection JV list on there and uh, go in there. But Boris, you're awesome. Drop your email in the comments for everyone to go uh, network with you. Guys, network in the comments. It helps. Uh, Jimmy says, so I found a vacant home on my code violations list in SoCal and Lynn Empire. Best part in SoCal. Uh, how would you approach the skip tracing cold call or send a mailer skip tracing cold call? And if they won't answer like four or five times in a row, go knock on the door. 
Uh, what virtual market would you pick out? Atlanta, Houston, Memphis, Vegas, or Richmond? Richmond, Virginia, hands down. Richmond, Virginia. Zach, good news. Your tips help me lock up a deal. Calling for sale by owner uh, Zillow. Nika, woo, let's go. I'm telling you, this stuff works. I am not like, I'm not lying here. The, this stuff works. I'm telling you, it works. I, I, I'm not saying this to get views or like, oh, you know, for sale by owner works. I don't cold call three hours. I don't cold call for three hours to show you for sale by owner works and get $8,000 deals on, on these cold calls. That this is oh, just playing around. Guys, this stuff works. Marvin says, how do you train your cash buyers to purchase property side on scene? That's harder. I always have them walk through or have a proxy or a realtor go through it. That's his email, cash buyer Houston. Make sure you get his proof of funds though. I don't know if I got his proof of funds. So I, I know I didn't get it from him. So get his proof of funds on his bank statement. I'm only with you. I only speak Spanglish. Awesome. H-Town from Estor Guio. I'm just going to butcher your name. Uh, Mr. Guzman, I'm definitely butchering your name. I'm sorry. Uh, D Clutch says, how do I convince realtors to take pics and show buyers for me? You give them 50 bucks. A lot of realtors with no money, they'll do it pretty easy. Inspection was done today. Uh, last question is from Stephen Cruz. I'm confident I said his name right. Could be Stefan, but I'm pretty sure it's Stephen Cruz. How should I go about texting a probate list or should I call, call them instead? Boom. That's it, guys. Thank you guys so much. Check out freewholesaling.com. I appreciate it. Smash that like button and subscribe. Start training your acquisitions, people. I appreciate the support. You guys are awesome. Have a blessed one. Thank you guys so much. I'll